The views and opinions expressed on Analyze This are entirely those of the on-air participants and do not reflect those of the station's board, management, staff, or underwriters. This table talk uh, in full effect. We got Donald Doskul uh, calling us um, on the line from St. Thomas, and we got uh, the one and only Armando Rocky labeled on the line um, from St. John. Good morning once again, gentlemen. Good morning. Good morning. Okay, good. Now, Thomas Jefferson once said, right? I'll make sure I get this quote correctly. Um, mm, with respect to the public being um okay whenever the people are well informed they can be trusted with their own government that whenever things get so far wrong as to attract their notice they may be relied on to set them to rights and you know gentlemen <clears throat> a lot of the problems that we're dealing with here uh in america and by extension the virgin islands uh, comes from the fact that um, we, in many instances, um, allowing the uninformed to lead the informed, and, and I'm serious. And 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 you know what causes that? Money, right? Mon and I'm serious. And, and 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 we are influenced by too many of the wrong things and it comes back to haunt us down the road in other words we allow people to come into the territory telling us that they could solve all our problems and we buying it hook line and sinker and and what's sad right is that when a question is asked of those who are coming in with these proposals and these ideas if you ask that question you're deemed to be against everything, which is not true. We have an obligation, right, in particular when we're in the legislature, to vet all proposals that come down from the, from, from the executive branch, negotiated to the government branch, through the government branch, and submitted to the legislature. If we don't do that and just rubber stamp everything that's sent down, then we're in trouble. Because as we are dealing with our energy crisis, Today and everything that we're dealing with in the Virgin Islands is epicentered around the energy crisis and the cost of living. Right? At some point, we got to make sure that this long-term investment uh, in the aftermath of the hurricanes and the federal government stepping up to allow us to be more resilient genuinely happens, you know. Because if we don't fix it now, I I don't I don't like making these type of declarations, but. I don't know if we ever will get it fixed, Donald Duck School. I can't see. Listen, we got to fix it now, and that is why I believe, Neville, this program that you, you're hosting and WTJX allow you to come to the public 
And you have individuals on every day. I mean, like you say, every time I listen to the program, I'm smarter after 10 o'clock. That's the goal. I learn, I, I, I learn so much, right? And we have to be able to deal with the situation of education. And Neville, the fact that Donald Trump became president of the United States is because he tapped into the formula that you talked about. One of his statements was he loved the uneducated. And exactly what you said, it is easy to influence the uneducated when you have power and quote-unquote stardom. Okay, celebrity, because America is a, 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 a country that deals with celebrity. They love celebrity. So he understood that. And you remember when he started out his, his, his campaign, he told us, well, Obama wasn't born in America. Obama was born in Nigeria or Hawaii. And Obama fell for the bait, right? And he went to look for his, his board paper. And when you when they took the poll, the percentage of the poll, Neville, that acquiesced to his statement is where he found his foundation to propel him to the White House. Yeah, That's because because what because what happened is when he realized that that, that game that he played, and we got uh, Ronnie Russell uh, on the link right now. Good morning, uh, Attorney Good Russell. Morning. How are you? Good morning, Councillor. How are you? Well, make sure we get a counselor uh, in in the conversation. But but like what you were saying, Docs, once um, tr once once Trump played that card with Obama, and he realized what percentage of the population bought into it, he knew then it was only a matter of time before he continued to play his game to the point where he would get. Uh, enough people to to vote for him to be president. It was it was it was it was a it was a precursor. It was a precursor move, like a, like like bait, and, and 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 without a doubt, it worked. Yeah, absolutely, and and that is where we're at. And then that segment of the of the population in America, where we have quote unquote blue states and red states. If you look at the red states and what is happening in the red states, the fact is that. That mentality that have had us back then in the days of slavery and Jim Crow and reconstruction and desegregation, the percentage of the people in those states still acquiesce to that. And that's why he wanted to make America great again. Yes, sir. Tapping in on that mentality. And that is the mentality that is seeping in. These guys used to be on the far right in the fringe, hiding in, in, in darkness. But now the guy, Fuentes, and, and his kind, he have found uh, comfort with them. And Neville, this is where it is. And, and I don't know how many people looking. That's the percentage of the people that he is bringing along. They hate. The, the people who want to become autocrats, okay? Who don't want voting. Who don't want black people to vote. Who don't want... Latinos to vote. We don't want them to vote. But, so they can but, vote but you know something, Docs? Yeah. You know something, Docs? And I want to make sure we're, we're trying to get Ronnie. Ronnie, Ronnie, say something. Good morning, Ronnie. Still ain't getting no audio uh, with Ronnie. I don't know why. So maybe something need to unmute. Um, I, don't, I don't know what it is. Um, but, 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 Rocky, to, to come to you, 
you know, a lot of these, a lot of these people who who talk the most, these are the, we know these kind from growing up, or no? Right? They like to tell you to get yourself in thing, and then when the fighting start, they don't ease off on the side and let other people get. get you're laughing, Rocky, but you know what time it is, right? They like to encourage people That's into thing, and then when the real heat come down, you can't find them. But man, you ain't gotta go to jail. Look at Trump. Trump is one of them himself. Trump is a guy you and him could be friends for years. The minute you get in trouble, oh, oh, we stopped that relationship a long time ago. I, 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 I hardly, I hardly know that person. I hardly know that person. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't know them so. But Neville, what you saying is, it can go around the world. We look at our community here. A lot of people buy into. Did somebody piece the election? Somebody, somebody is doing this. Somebody is doing that. This person, look, I've heard some crazy things like, oh, teachers in St. Thomas make money and more money than teachers in St. Croix. I said, come on, these are all part of one bargaining unit. And, and, and these are kind of things that that are festering our community that that kind of takes away from the real leadership of the place. Some and these things seem to be permeating throughout there. So how kind of conspiracy theory that anybody jumps up with and so everybody buy into it. You know why? Because the leadership that's leading us, and that includes our vote, at some point or other we have not gotten or in other words been able to really get in the trenches so that these people understand it, understand how government works. And that starts with the classroom. That's what happening, and because we don't have that kind of a structure in the system from an early age, it, it doesn't grow with the community. And so, what we're dealing with is a lot of people who never had no exposure, and they just go on anything they hear that sounds good, not even vetting it to see whether up or down, left or right, it works. But it's, as long as it sounds good, it's good. And, and that's a problem we're facing. That's what we're facing. Well, you know, you, 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 you cycle back to, to where we need to go, right? And, and you know, we keep talking, gentlemen, about civics and civics and civics. But th this is a classic example of why civics is so important, Rocky. Because if, in fact, right, um, we're just educating our children to learn the humanities and all that stuff, because, um, um, you know, let's face it, English, math, science, history, and Spanish, right? Those are the, those are humanities, right? But civics is very, very important, right? Because you get a better feel for how a functioning society is supposed to operate, right? And, and it, and, and, yeah, go ahead. Two courses, civics and business. Oh, yes. Everybody else come here. And they set up business. We, we, we see the Arabs come with a suitcase and they, they, they suitcase this year or this month or two months from now, they got a store door open up. Our problem is that we don't trust ourselves because anyone who goes out there and try to do a business and let's say you got to borrow some money locally. Well, listen, I need my money back or not. You need to come in, you got to get to me by next month. <laughs> yes, sir. You know, and <laughs> so you know, that's how that is. No, you're right. No, you're right. The right. other group, right? The other group say, look, man, when you get yourself together, you could pay me back little by little. Mm -hmm. We don't have that love as the pride in our people. 
that's what's killing us. Well, there's, there's also there's also there's also a need for for uh, understanding, and and that's that that, yeah. that that's critical as well. Ronnie Russell, good morning. Hoping to get Ronnie Russell. Ronnie. Yeah. Wow. Trying to trying to make trying to make that one work, but 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 ducks. Um, 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 Rocky brought up a good point where the humanities are critical. However, civics and business, in particular in a capitalistic society, is absolutely critical. The business aspect. You must understand that. Neville, one of the first pieces of legislation I introduced when I was elected to the legislature is to make civics a course that is taught all year round. And Neville, you know, that piece of legislation didn't get supported and it had like five teachers in the body. Okay? Because when I got my intro into government, it happened in, in Charlemagne High School. My teacher, his name was Winfred David. Civics. And I started learning about the structure of government and the system of government that you live in. If you're not taught how the system of government operates, then you are left out. And I taught, I taught civics, I taught U.S. history, government, Virgin Islands history. And in it, Neville, the, the curriculum, civics isn't even taught. It is a part of, a part of U.S. history where you deal with government. And when I, when I taught, one of the things I did with my students, and they can tell you today, we did a simulation of, went to the legislature, Neville, and we did a simulation in the legislature of how a bill becomes a law. You remember the bill on Capitol Hill? You remember that? Schoolhouse Rock? Yes, I'm yes. just a bill. bill. Yes, I'm uh, only a bill. A bill. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I, I was able to go on and, and simulate on the floor of the legislature level with my students from Arisa Cancoin Junior High School. And you know how we set up. We have legal counsel. We have a timekeeper. We have, we, 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 we have the post auditor. And every one of the students, Neville, in that, in that, in that class played a role in seeing how we, we, we did, and we passed a bill, Neville. And I'm telling you right now, if I meet two or three of my, every time I meet my students, they will thank me so much for how I did it. Because we're only supposed to spend a week or two weeks on civics. I said, no, 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 not, not in my class. We're going to teach you how this government operates and how you operate, voting your civic responsibility. Neville, that is not being taught. That is not being taught. I think a bill was passed sometime in the legislature about bringing back civics. Yeah, when, when, when Raquel and I got back in in the, in the 31st, yeah. um, Senator Francis. Mm -hmm. Senator Francis um, had moved legislation um, for us to, 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 to take that serious step. Mm -hmm. because, because without a doubt, you know, Rocky, coming back to you, right? Um, when I first got in the legislature, 26 legislature, 2005-2006. Um, Uzi Richards used to equate the love of politics uh, in the Caribbean to, oh, that, to that of 
people in America loving baseball. You know, baseball was, mm-hmm. is 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 uh, is is, is uh, America's sport, right? Baseball, apple pie, and Chevrolet. Ba- baseball, apple pie, and Chevrolet. Yes, a VI pass time, right? But how can it be the VI pass time if we ain't genuinely committing? Uh, uh, committing ourselves to, to teaching people how government is supposed to work. If you love politics so much, politics is what to put a government in place, Rocky. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, you see that that shows that that components to these ideas that we talk about, and and, and if those components are not in place, we don't get the full uh, essence of the productivity that we we were looking for. Yeah, that's what happens. <clears throat> Well, my son, at some point, you know, we, we, and, and that's why the, the level of understanding, in this case, the level of not understanding, the, 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 the magnitude of not understanding hurts the people. Because if you don't know how a government is supposed to function, right? Wow. Because there's, 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 there's a, as, as automated as it's supposed to be, Right, and it's supposed to be right because it's it's a triangular thing, right? Um, people um, on the business side generate taxes. That's the one. That, that that's that's the one angle. The government of the Virgin Islands collects taxes. That's the second angle, and then the government of the Virgin Islands provides services. That's the third angle, and that's how that's that's how the triangulation is supposed to work. Right there, are other little things in between, you know, and in, in each angle, that that that's supposed to allow for us uh, to function in a civilized society. But as it stands right now, there's way there are weird, way too many dynamics and variables that's undermining our civilization. And you know, I I spoke about this when we had that Uvalde and and the, the Buffalo shooting, and then the Uvalde shooting, and now it's gotten to the point where. Mass shootings are, you know, way too commonplace, and we become numb to it, man. yeah, we become numb to it, and and, and and we can't live like that. And you know, to a lesser degree here in the Virgin Islands, we had two shootings over the weekend. We take a break when we come back. We will talk some more about the importance of education, and talk about some initiatives for 2023 and 2024. Be back right after this. Banking for your business. At Bank of St. Croix, our mobile apps provide access to business accounts on the go. And our merchant card services accept credit and debit payments anywhere, anytime. Plus, the online banking platform means your bank is always open. Bank of St. Croix has two locations. One in Gallows Bay at 340-773-8500 and one in Peter's Rest at 340-713-8500. BankofStCroix.com All of us want to know what's going on, but only some of us want to know the why. That's where we come in. 1A is a place for the curious. Daily conversations for those looking to make sense of our world. I'm Jen White. I hope you'll join me next time for 1A. Catch 1A at its new time. Weekdays from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. on WTJX-FM 93.1. 
If you graduated from high school in the U.S. Virgin Islands, don't be stuck with college debt. Create your future for free with Free Tuition Plus at UVI. With Free Tuition Plus, your tuition is covered. Plus, you can use additional financial aid to pay for room and board and other expenses. At the University of the Virgin Islands, you'll receive a world-class education with opportunities to study abroad and gain hands-on experience. Choose from 99 majors, minors, and certificates on campus and online. Visit www.uvi.edu and apply today. I'm Deepa Fernandez from Public Radio's Midday News Magazine, Here and Now. We'll bring you all the news that happens between the morning headlines and the afternoon wrap-up, plus conversations with authors and artists, stories that affect you, maybe a story about you. So please join us for Public Radio's Midday News Magazine, Here and Now. Weekday afternoons from 3 to 5 p.m. right here on WTJX FM 93.1. And we're back here and analyze this. And um, I believe we got Ronnie Russell uh, on the line. Uh, good morning, Ronnie. How are you? No? Because I was just hearing him um, while he was speaking. Ronnie Russell. Wow. I'm still trying to uh, debug that. Anyway, uh, we got uh, Rocky Leibold, uh the ranking member from over there on St. John. Good morning once again, sir. The ranking member. Uh, and of course, that that, that, yeah, without a doubt, without a doubt, you know, the, the listening audience is the strength of our show. And of course, Donald Duck School uh, from uh, the capital. Good morning, Mr. Majority Leader. Good morning, sir. Good morning to the people of the Virgin Islands and the hundreds of thousands of people who are listening to us right now. Good. Now, gentlemen, we don't have to wait until the last Monday in December to look forward to January of 2023. I want to start with you, Rocky. Priority needs based on what you're seeing and what you're feeling uh, here uh, in in the territory as we list our leadership. We got the second administ- the second term for the Brian Roach administration. Clearly, the energy energy is a big issue, uh, but we can't uh, we, we number one yeah, but we can't ignore the other things because if you focus too much on the biggest issue, um, those other areas uh, will suffer from neglect. So talk about other other areas of uh, priority. Um, okay. Um, well, attention, well, at, attention going into going into 2023. Definitely for me, um, it has to deal with the the hospital situation or healthcare. Um, we we gotta be able to improve on that to the the point where our people feel confident that we can get the best possible services here. And my suggestion, I just don't want to say that, my suggestion is to, for the administration to start looking at some joint venture with some of the, the major hospitals across the nation, one being Mayo, the other one, John Hopkins, and, and others, that we can have some kind of a, uh, a relationship with them, maybe an exchange or a, a joint venture, so that we can... Try to show up that. That's not. That's the other thing. The other one is education. All of these things that we are talking about over the radio, um, over the program, for days to days, we we have to get together with the administration. Maybe never you could lead a charge since you you're the hancho. And let's have a sit down with <laughs> with the governor and the the commission of education and bring these some of these ideas because. 
all of us have been down that road already. But we want this place to be better. Here's our opportunity. We, enough of the talk. It, 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 it's time to see how we can make a difference. And, and I believe that if we all come together, we can do that. Thirdly, the issues surrounding the economy of the territory is another big issue. We, we, we have to find ways to incorporate and have the younger generation be a part of the system. And a lot of us who are older have to understand that there comes a time for us to start stepping aside. Yes, sir. And, and not, yes, sir. Not, be, um, not try to be everything to everybody because we, we have to understand that, yes, you want to bring in some of the younger folks, but you cannot be intimidated by them. You cannot, because a lot of old folks, I think Tim young people. Rocky Hola, Rocky Hola, I believe I hear Randy for the first time. Mr. Legal Officer, Mr. Okay, Chief, Chief, Chief Legal Officer for Table Talk. Good morning. Good morning. I'm finally on here. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Finally. Welcome back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and happy holidays, man. Oh, that's Welcome all back. your Happy holidays to you and your family. Yeah. Raddy, Raddy, Rocky, we're telling you happy holidays, man. Happy holidays, too. I, yeah, yes, you know. And we got to enjoy it. We live in paradise. Okay. Neville, Rocky, Docs Cole, and the audience, let me say something to you to add to the need for education, civics, and other things, you mm -hmm. know? Yeah. What I'm finding out, and I'm doing criminal law again, is that these some of these criminals don't know how to think how to analyze a situation and figure out the consequences of their actions and when then you tell them the consequences they didn't think about it and maybe we're missing them in grammar school with math they don't figure out math problems they don't figure out anything they don't force to think just to think, this could happen if I do this. And so, you know, we might be reaching high school and these children don't know how to think and analyze problems and analyze the circumstances that they are in, in this environment that we live, which requires increased education and knowledge in reading, and most importantly, how to think about situations that they are confronted with. So I, I want to add that because <clears throat> my experiences within the last uh, nine months, and I, 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 I did six criminal cases, and I'll tell you, they didn't, five of them didn't analyze what would be the consequences of their actions or they either follow somebody because, and, or they either just didn't think. And I want to add that in the discussion about adding civics and adding high-level courses. But we got to get past them learning to read, to do basic math, and analyze problems so that when they reach to 7th, 8th, ninth, 10th grade, they could think for themselves. Thank you. You know, you know, Rocky, I mean, Rani, you bring up a good point. And I go into dog school. Dog school, when I was younger, right, 
I used to like wrestling a little bit, right? And it had a it had a wrestler by the name of Cactus Jack, right? Yeah. And they used to say, and in the blue corner, from Truth or Consequences, New Mexico, <laughs> Cactus Jack, right? And I said, well, 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 I never knew it had a tongue, a city in America named Truth or Consequences, right? So I looked it up, and the tongue used to name Hot Springs, New Mexico, right? Mm-hmm. And what happened was um, <clears throat> the name of the tongue changed because it had a radio show. Back in the days, named Truth or Consequences, right? Yeah. And when I listened to Ronnie speak just now, Right about and basically what Ronnie was saying is um, these young young men and young women to a lesser degree they really ain't applying logic, right, to their behavior, right? Because no, no, because because your actions and your behavior, right? They bring consequences. No, they bring consequences. They're they're consequences for your behavior, right? If you do bad things, I remember um, um, uh, Abraham Lincoln famous quote, when I do good, I feel good. When I do bad, I feel bad. That's my religion. They're not thinking, you know. They're just acting and reacting, right? Absolutely. And, yeah. and, and, and this is where, and Brandy, you know, you just touched on something there. You know, we keep hearing this over the years that we lose our children, some of our children in grammar school, and I'm saying to myself, but how can you lose them in grammar school? I remember when I was in first to fifth and sixth grade, first to sixth grade, I couldn't wait to get to school in the morning. Exactly. Right? And and something is going on, Duck School, and all three of you are former teachers, where we need to find out exactly, right, how we go about making sure that we don't lose any percentage of our students in those formative years, Duck School, and then uh, Rocky and Rani. Neville. When you ask about what the issues that are salient before this returning administration, the Democratic uh, majority in the legislature, or Democratic uh, Congresswoman, you know, you know, before you go any further, before you go any further, I watching you go to no dog school. You and this English language that you've mastered earlier, you're using the term autocrat and then corrosive and now salient. I listening to you go to no dog school. Seriously. <laughs> Never, never. When I when I went to when I went to college, right, I did free law. Yes, I I, I listened to you. Good, good, good. And no, serious, you know. Oh, okay. I just, I, I just want I just put you on notice that you ain't getting away with using all these nice terminologies that are very very appropriate. And I just want you to know that. Go right ahead, sir. Uh, there was a, a, a I took a logic class, right? Mm-hmm. And I was like, I I didn't know that logic was math, you know. That's what it is. Uh huh. Never at that point I didn't know what logic was. But that's what it is. No. If A equal B and B equals C. That's what it is. Okay. Yes. I didn't know that. And I took a course and you spoke about Latin that we talk about stare decisis. I took a course called English words from Latin and Greek element. Right? By the time I finished the course, my vocabulary was at five. It jumped up to eight and a half. Yeah, man. Because I now understood how English was derived. The prefix, the suffixes, and the basis. And that's what I, I dealt with my children, right? I gave them those flashcards. Aqua means water. Duck means lead. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So if you know the prefix, you know the suffix, 
your spelling is going to be easy and your definition. Once you see that that prefix or the suffix, then it's in there. Now, when you talk, when we're actually talking about education, Neville, my my number one is energy, and we're not going to stick on energy this morning. My stuff is the pandemic, Neville, and what happened during the pandemic with our students in the elementary school who were not exposed to learning, Neville, during Rani, Rocky. And I don't know how much we can expound on it. These children, for that three-year period, were not in the classroom. What has happened to them? How are they going to catch up? How is the Department of Education going to deal with these children who are there? Because if they're not, if they're not able to read and write before the third grade, Neville, we have a, 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 a problem, a situation going forward in the next five, six, seven years. By the time they reach a junior high school and into the high school, they, are, they don't have the ability for analytical skill. That's why you call the show Analyze This, right? The ability to analyze. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. I know the consequences. Yeah, so yeah. That's, the, that's where I'm, I'm at in terms of education level. But, but check this what? out, right? Check this out. That's check this out. No, no. You, you touched on a good point. But that's why I brought up the, ter- the, the, the name of the tongue and the name of the city, right? Exactly. Ra- Rocky. Because it's, it, it is truth or consequences. Meaning... Yeah. Right, that if you don't buy in and embrace the truth, there will be consequences. Absolutely, for sure. Rocky so, so as, as a teacher, Rocky, and, and, and as, a, as, as, as a ranking member here, that's why even when we're going through the legislative process, we need to get all of the information so that when we make a decision, right, right, as, as a body, that the decision is an informed decision. Because if it ain't informed, if you misleading us and we ain't doing our homework on our side, then the consequences are painful, Rocky Labor. Absolutely. Exactly. Yes. But never what I, I want to add to that is that the, and uh, Ronnie touched on it, and Docs also, is that the, the fact that many of our people don't understand the consequences of our actions. And it's common sense in some instances, but we're not good thinkers, all young people, a lot of them, and even some adults, they don't think properly. In other words, the thinking process is, is, is kind of skewed in many instances. Because you know how you develop that? Is that in school at the time, we saw what you call word problems. So you have to read a problem and you have to find a way to, in this case, analyze it or put it into numbers so that you can show the problem. That, that's part of the thinking. You know, mm-hmm. you got to be creative and you, you got to understand how it works. And a lot of our people, our students, they read well and so, but they're not critical thinkers. Yes. And, and that's yeah. one of the areas that, that we, we are facing. Going back to you, say, uh, you say you used to look at the rest of it, um, Cactus Jack. I look at Justin for my name, Carlos Colon. Carlito Colon, man. Look, look. look we, we, we raise up with them now, Bobo Brazil, and them kind of man on, on our TV. Andre the Giant. Andre the Giant. <laughs> look, no. Yo, check this out. No, no. Yo, yo, check out this one. This one, this one the sweetest part about it. And in the blue corner, the eighth wonder of the world, Andre the Giant. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. When I when 
I say because in the um, in the days of watching that, I did it for the language. Yes. Because I learned, I, I these guys who are Rick Flair, those guys would come from the States to Puerto Rico. Yeah, wait, so, so wait, so wait, so wait. So hold up a second. So you're talking about the great Ricky Sanchez, the man... Who used to be the Madarita in Puerto Rico? Who would speak English? Who who would translate yes. the English? Yes, yes. yes. You, 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 so you know now that I was paying attention. You know that, right? But but, but let, let me but let me ask. Hold on, Iraqi. Let, let me ask Ronnie this question that could actually pull this discussion together. Ronnie, when you were in law school, why? What were you told by the professors as to why the Latin terms are incorporated in the legal vernacular? Well, <clears throat> the whole issue is how did our English language develop? Mm -hmm. Exactly, yeah. Okay, and the development of the English language used the scholarly approach by the Romans who adapted from the Greeks and the Greeks who adapted from the Egyptians. Okay. Yeah. The use of prefixes and suffixes to give meaning, mm -hmm. more precise meaning to language. English wasn't in the runnings like that. English wasn't a language. Oh. No, English had to adapt the Latin terms and they call Latin terms. And I was exposed, surprisingly enough, Neville and Rocky and docs, I was exposed to that in fourth grade. Mm -hmm. My fourth grade teacher, and you know, is Mr. He they used to call him Bass Pete. But anyhow, he tell us you gotta learn language to write well, and you gotta learn language to speak well. Stop and right, stop, stop right there, Ronnie. Stop right there, we'll take a break, we'll come back, we we'll pick it up there because I know this conversation getting sweet. Docs are Rocky. Docs are Rocky could relate to what you're talking about as they were educating our children back in the oh, day. Yeah. We'll take a break and we'll be back right after this. Service. What's going on here? We get to the heart of global issues. Stories we think matter from around the world. Everything was there in a way that I'd never heard before. Discussing the very best in global arts and culture. What has been happening on the financial markets today. Storytelling is something we absolutely love. Everyone's voice is so unique. Wow. It's a celebration. The BBC World Service. From 3 to 6 a.m. here on WTJX FM 93.1. Your NPR station in the Virgin Islands. Funding for the BBC World Service comes from First Bank. First Bank's digital bank offers check deposits, bill pay, transfers, and more from anywhere 24-7. More at onefirstbank.com. 
I love this song. I love nachos. Loving everything? You might be buzzed. You know what I'd love? A ride when it's time to head out. If you see a buzz warning sign, call for a ride when it's time to go home. Buzz driving is drunk driving. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. If you graduated from high school in the U.S. Virgin Islands, don't be stuck with college debt. Create your future for free with free tuition plus at UVI. With free tuition plus, your tuition is covered. Plus, you can use additional financial aid to pay for room and board and other expenses. At the University of the Virgin Islands, you'll receive a world-class education with opportunities to study abroad and gain hands-on experience. Choose from 99 majors, minors, and certificates on campus and online. Visit www.uvi.edu and apply today. Hi, I'm Peter Sagal. You spent the week listening to the news. Don't you think you deserve to show off what you've learned on Wait, Wait, We Give You a Chance to Impress Your Friends with Your Knowledge of International Incidents, Political Gaffes, and the Latest Advancement in German Nudists? You'll be the life of the party or the death. Either way, you'll make an impression and you can thank Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me from NPR. Saturdays at 1 p.m. and Sundays at 2 p.m. right here on WTJX FM 93.1, your NPR station in the Virgin Islands. And we're back here on Alexis, and we're having a, a good discussion about uh, how education and, and incorporating um, <clears throat> the, the belief and the idea that if we stress a high level of education early on, that it could, it, it could just open up so many avenues um, where productivity is concerned and potentially reduce the negative dynamics that impact a society. We got Ronnie Russell joining us from St. Craig. Good morning, Counselor. How are you? Lose Ronnie again? Doc School, good morning. How are you? Lose everybody? No, yeah. Oh, you did? Okay, good, 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 good. And of course, um, Rocky Laybot over in St. John. Good morning. No, no, I, I apologize. Yeah, go right ahead, Rocky. Finish up your thoughts there, um, because, because I want, I want to bring, I want to bring some Latin terms back into the discussion as well. Go right ahead. Let me just touch on that. Latin is such is what we call the romantic languages. That's where the Latin really played a role. So if you studied French, Spanish, Italian, you you would know you would have to take when I was in school, you had to take courses in Latin. But I started like how Ronnie mentioned. By my, a man in St. John name, right hand St. John name, Elroy Sproul. Yeah, you, you reference you, you, you reference him. Yeah, yeah you reference him consistently. Yeah. Yes, this guy was a exceptional teacher. But I also had another teacher named Doris Jadan who taught us English. And in those days, we studied the subject, the predicate, the object. You know, we had noun, pronoun, verb, adverb, you know, object. Those, those are part of what you call diagramming. So we diagram the structure of the language. So when you, as a student, you will have to take, break down every sentence so you know exactly how it fits in. In process, because you know in Spanish, you have one word and, and predicate just one word. But you just say hablo means I speak. So you have a subject and a predicate involved in one time. So you learn you learn how to do those things and understand language better. And I think if our students were given the basic concept, like what we did, what I had, 
they, they will not forget. And it will make you start to think. You start to think about, wait a minute, is this a, a adjective or adverb? You know, because you got to think. You can't just just say that like that. Mm-hmm. And, that where, and that's where the process starts. That's where the process starts. It's not something that you can teach them like that. It's, it's, it's developing using the different um, methods that you use to disseminate information makes you think. And, and, and I think that's what happens. That's why I stress things like common sense. Common sense makes you think. For example, when I was a senator, my resource, and you could ask him, would you quick up? I used to tell him, listen, man, I give you this subject. You got to give me the pros, the cons. You got to tell me whether this thing was tried in court. Was it knocked down? What, what, I mean, you got to tell me everything about it before I could go forward with it. And that's what we call vetting. And that's how it should work. You, you know, when Docs mentioned that he, did, he he learned that that logic is math, uh, um, it's the same thing with 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 um, with English, right? We yeah. we we, yeah. we know we know numbers, right? But numbers are words. You should come say nine nine is n i n e. Ain't just a, ain't just a number. <laughs> you follow what I'm saying? So 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 as a result, right? We need. Right. Uh, when I say we need, I don't really like to tell people what to do. Right. But I would want for us, right, to to embrace what a Fidel Castro may have wanted for his Cuban people, people of Cuba, back in the day. Right. Where we just pump education in our young people, get them to read. I mean, a lot of reading, duck school, and then I'll come to Rocky. I go to come to Rani. Yeah. Just just incorporate a high. Like a like a, a double emphasis on reading at a young age, get them to be literate to the point where they are not intimidated at 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, when the life the life decisions are before them ducks. To me, that's what we need to do. Re- yeah, reduce intimidation potential. Never they they tell us in that you learn to read and write before third grade, right? Mm-hmm. And after third grade, after third grade, you should have that foundation because that's where the whole thing started out, man, with the phonics and and yes, sir. and that whole thing, that speaking, that progression, and that's where it's it's done. My grandmother used to say, "Listen, you got three things you need to do. You need to do writing, reading, and arithmetic." You ever heard that one, Neville? Arithmetic, just take off the first syllable, take off the A. Yeah. Reading, I said the three R's. Yeah, yeah. What? Yeah. Reading, writing, and arithmetic, my leg. Lick off that A. Okay. And that's the whole foundation. Reading, writing, and math. Arithmetic is math. And the Rocky spoke about the mental... We used to call it mental math, right? Yeah. Now, uh, uh, Rocky mentioned something about um, political... What's the term, Rocky? Um, uh, we, when we were talking about Kennedy the one time, uh, maturity, right? Political maturity and all political that stuff. Yeah. And intellectual something else. What was the next term, Rocky? So, uh, in, when intellectual, emotional I, intelligence. I, emotional intelligence. Yes, correct, correct, correct. Yes, okay. Yeah. Okay, so, so, so that is the foundation, and we really need to get back to that. And it begins never here in the territory with that preschool education. Mm-hmm. We have to deal with preschool. A child should be, by the time that child enters uh, the classroom, they should be able to handle 
the alphabet, dealing with words, knowing these things. And that is where it's lost. When I taught Neville, I had children in, I taught the eighth grade. And it was sad that the majority of the children in eighth grade were reading. When I tested them, were reading on a fourth grade level. Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah. And that still continues today. If we do the statistics, I know what's his name, Randolph Thomas, who used to be at the Department of Education, had a, a statistical program where you test these things. And when you look at the Q-folders of these children coming out of the elementary school into the junior high school, the inability for them to read and comprehend, and that's the key. But you know, but, but, but you know something. You, you know something, though. You, you know, I wanted. I wanted to go. I wanted to go back to what our parents used to do to us, right? To get us to where we needed to be. They would tell us directly and indirectly, right? I didn't want no dummy children around me. You check. It, 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 may, it may have been an intimidation, intimidation tactic, but it worked. Right, and 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 basically, what it was, what what they were really doing for us is, I don't want you to be sounding like you uninformed around your friends, around your peers, right? And 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 we need to get to the point where, because remember now, humiliation, public humiliation, family embarrassment, right? Were 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 the reasons why we stuck within the confines of the law and respected law, right? Now. If you could do that and get away with it and be easily forgiven and it's forgotten, then what's the deterrent for that type of behavior, right? We need to get our children to understand education provides so many opportunities and avenues for you to be productive, Ronnie Russell. Yeah, Neville, if I may, let me answer that question. Why Latin become became the prevalent language in law? Yeah. Because the church adopted Latin as the scholarly language. And yeah. they, you know, the Catholic church used to prove, prove, do all of its processing in Latin. Yes. In Latin. We yeah. the back to and talk in Latin and nobody even understands, <laughs> but that's how it was. Yeah. Because it was the scholarly language that the Roman Catholics adopted when they did that thing in Constantinople or whatever, when they made the change. Okay? Constantinople, yeah, correct, yeah. So, and then the reason, there's a reason. Latin was a lot more descriptive and definitive as to the language describing an event or occurrence than the regular language of the people. Latin was more developed. So the Latin that was adopted by the church could more explain the Bible clearly to people. Oh, okay. Okay. Yes. No, so, so Latin and then law being a much more uh, high level communicative uh, profession, you had to adapt the highest level of communication in written language when you when you adapt in law. So a lot of, a lot of the legal terms the English adopted is Latin terms. Okay. Latin terms. So that's the reason why. And let me add this. The difference to me appears to be when I left third grade and went into fourth grade, it was a crucial time for me in my education. Uh -huh. I had done learned the basics. And when Bas Pete introduced us to a little bit of Latin, how words are formed and so I was ready to adapt it. And four, 
fifth and sixth grade was an important time. And after sixth grade, you then have, you know, you get into serious math and serious language. So, mm -hmm. you know, it's a, a progression of three, first, second, third, one mm -hmm. progression, mm -hmm. fourth, fifth, and sixth, mm -hmm. another progression. And then you go to seventh grade. Yeah. And okay. expectations are supposed to be real high in seventh grade because you're old enough to understand a lot more than you were doing in the elementary school. I don't know if we're doing that now, but that's what we need to get back to. A progression. And I had and we took tests. We had to prove that we could read, spell, do all the arithmetic and everything coming out at third grade. You know, you know, Rocky. One of the things, and you mentioned um, you, when you would give Rudy Krieger uh, his his assignment to make sure that 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 you were well informed. One of the things I've done right <clears throat> recently is I read a lot of cases, right? And I love I love the Latin terminologies, Rocky, because when I when I see the term, now I got to go look. I got to go Google it to see what it mean. You know, check? No, but no, but, but, but no, no, but but check this out. I'm educating myself, yeah. right? Yeah. And and yeah. and yeah. one of the things that that I will always be a proponent of is self-education, regardless of how old you be, right? Yeah. We don't want the public yeah. to think that because yeah. you're in your 40s, 50s, 60s, that the education stops. No way, no way. Don't ever no, buy. In, don't ever buy into that. Go, go I was surprised you know Rest Judicata. Rest Check this out. Ab Initio and Sua Spanti and all them good things, though. I, 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 I like that there. Rocky, Rocky, respond to that, please. Yes. Well, listen. First of all, education is a never-ending process. As long as there's life, you can learn something. You can learn it from, from anybody, from the smallest child to the oldest adult you, you deal with. So... Once you have a mind open like that, you you are able to grasp and and maintain many many different things. Sometimes you never know when you run into a situation when you use them, and so that's how I, it was with me and a lot of you youngsters, because we had, you know, there's something missing here that we haven't talked about, and that is we talk about these young people getting opportunities, but you know who's a major role, a major part. Of making these things happen, teachers. Oh yeah, man. Teachers yeah. are yeah, man. major, major players. But Baraki, you know, yeah. if, if we asking them to be parents while they're educating in the and this is in the classroom, then that undermines the process, yeah. Rocky man. Serious? No, no, not totally. I'm nervous. Not totally, not, not totally. totally, but 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 it's it's, it's it's like a no, no, it's it's like a campaign, Rocky. No. Right? No, no, check this out, Rocky. Yeah, no, no, hold on a second, hold on a second. Yeah. It's like a campaign. If you could get your opponent to be answering questions you asking instead of them promoting their agenda, then you're taking away from time from, from them, right? You're taking time away from what they want to do politically. In this case, right, the correlation is this, right? Yes, teachers are inherently parents and mentors, but we want them for the majority of the time, if not all, to be in education mode. That's yeah, the point that I'm making. I, I'm not saying that that's supposed to be That's just the point that I'm making. Yeah. You're correct. Yeah. Listen, you're correct. But I'm telling you from experience what I had is that a lot of times our teachers become parents, you know, that 
let me tell you what happened. By osmosis. A lot of these children, yeah, yeah, but a lot of these children come to school, they really don't have anybody to talk to. Yes. They don't open up to their parents. No, that's true. No, that's Sometimes true. There are so many questions, and, and they feel good. They feel that they can talk to their teacher. And so when I hear teachers sometimes complain about how these youngsters come, because that's the only place they know. That's the best. That's the first time some of them feel like they could say what they want and, and they could express themselves. So we should never turn them away. No, 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 no. Under, under no circumstances. I, 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 I agree with that. I agree with that 100%. Gentlemen. Yes, but seriously, that's an important part. And teachers play such an important role. So I, I really hope that we can continue more like that. I know all the other materials important. No, 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 no. We go, no, 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 no. We could yeah. pick this up. No, we could pick this up next week because yes. from from a prima. No, no. Now check this out. From a prima facie perspective, that's on his face. <laughs> that's the next one for you, Rani. Right? <laughs> <laughs> We, 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 from a prima facie perspective, this conversation has value. By the way, gentlemen, thanks a lot. Appreciate all of you, this man, okay? Door shop after right. dark tonight, uh, tomorrow, December 6th and 7th, the biggest shopping event of the year. So you want to head down to Fredericksted to the door center, right? 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. And then the stores open in the morning, right, from 10 a.m. as well. Okay, so live performances at 6, stores open at 10. T tomorrow and Wednesday, door center down in West. Be good, be safe. Uh, we'll talk to you tomorrow. Bye-bye. The views and opinions expressed on Analyze This are entirely those of the on-air participants and do not reflect those of the station's board, management, staff, or underwriters. Women hear a lot about self-care these days. Advice on ways to relax, exercise, eat healthy, and more. Those are all great. But one of the most important self-care steps we can take is making sure we're financially secure later in life. That means saving money for retirement. It's never too late to start. And it's the kind of self-care that brings peace of mind that lasts. For small steps you can take to save for retirement, visit WeSaySaveIt.org. That's WeSaySaveIt.org. A message from AARP and the Ad Council. If it's happening around the world... NPR's Frank Langfitt is in London covering this one. Hey, Frank. Good morning. Cuba is experiencing its biggest anti-government protests. If it's happening here at home... On a blistering hot day in Twin Falls, Idaho... Join on the northeast border of Mississippi, where the river nourishes rich and green... Morning Edition from NPR News will take you there, wherever the story is. Listen every weekday. From 6 to 8 a.m. Here on WTJX-FM 93.1.